It's Spooky Saturday. Saturday is my favorite day of the week. You have toiled, suffered, struggled all week long, and now you're here to get the chills, thrills, and everything in between, from pop culture cryptids to history. I'm your local ghost host with the most, Devin Ray. Now, let's get spooky, shall we? It's Spooky Saturday! Woo! It's Spooky Saturday! It's Spooky Saturday. It's Spooky Saturday. Hey, 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 hey. Hi, hey, hello. I am your ghost host. I'm bringing you the chills and thrills every single Saturday. My name's Devin Ray. I think it goes in the intro somewhere. I am tired. And I am joined, as always, by my co-host and genetically modified fuzzy creature, Scott Keel. How you doing, Scott Keel? I'm good. <laughs> Mackerel! Mackerel! <laughs> Yoo-hoo! <laughs> well, it's a, uh, <laughs> the, the spooky Saturday. Um, we... <laughs> Listen. Apologies for the Goofies. Uh, we just watched a Goofy movie, not... No, we watched... We watched not a Goofy movie. We yeah. watched a Goofesque. Yeah. The movement of the goofesque. Yeah. Not the not a goofy not movie. Not a goofy movie. <laughs> but it did have a Looney Tunes opening. It did. As illustrated by the came out of retirement just to do it, Chuck Jones. Wow. Um So yeah, we're sorry, we're on a Kitwaku. Kitwaku. We're continuing the Kitwaku. Kitwaku. Cabin in the Woods Cinematic Universe. A trek to Mordor through the <laughs> films that were referenced and homaged in the 2011 cinematic map piece of Cabin in the Woods. Yeah. Um, and we are still somehow on the whiteboard. On the whiteboard. I don't know that that's a somehow. I think most of this is whiteboard related. No? no? It's, ha- it's about half of it. Half of it. So we're. We're, 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 we have begun the two towers portion of our journey. We're in the, yeah. we're in the latter half of the first half. Yeah. Of our journey. Yeah. Okay. It, yeah. Look well, to the east. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this previously, 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 previously in the uh, my board, we watched the, <laughs> I'm in a silly, goofy mood. Uh, uh, <coughs> we watched the subject of vampires, and we watched Nosferatu, which is 100 years old. Yep. But now we flip that on its head into cinematic excess of 1990, Gremlins 2. A new batch. A new batch. For the subject of Hobgoblins, because Scott did not want to watch Ghoulies or Hobgoblins. Neither Sorry, did Sorry, Dismemberment you. Goblins. Neither did you. I always want to watch Nonsense. And so we did. It was just different nonsense. <laughs> um, so this movie came out in June of 1990. Yep. It had a budget between 30 and $50 million. And it brought in uh, $41 million in the box office. Wow. It, if you might notice, our, we have a Christmas episode for Gremlins, which is not dependent on any subject. It's not part of the Kitwaku. It was um, just a thing we did. 
where we talked about how Gremlins came out in 1984. Mm-hmm. And then after Gremlins came out in 1984, the studio was like, make another one immediately. And Joe Dante said, no, no. thank you. Um, we, I think we told the story and they said, okay, well, we'll make it then. And then they tried everything from like putting Gremlins in space to putting them like in the future. And it just wouldn't work because nobody understood what the movie was. Yeah. And so they finally were like, Joe, Joe, listen, please, we will throw whatever money you want at a sequel. You just have to make it. And so he said, bet. And decided to absolutely wreck the first movie. <laughs> he prefers a new batch to the first yeah, Gremlins. And you can tell. Um and yeah, it it <laughs> They start with fucking Looney Tunes. Just to tell you, this movie is fucking Looney Tunes. Yeah, it's not it's not the same. Bugs and Daffy that's his name, right? Daffy Duck? Yep. Donald is Disney. Yes. Donald yeah. Duck is, is, is like... Is the white, white Mc, one. McScrooge. Yeah. D- McDuck McScrooge. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. McDuck. Huey, Louie, and Dewey. Yeah, that one. Donald. That, that's Donald. Daffy is the... Daffy is the black duck. <laughs> the one with the lisp. With the lisp. Yeah. <laughs> that one. Great. Yeah. This is great audio. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not better than Blade 2, though. Go back and listen to that episode. <laughs> um, so, you've seen this movie before. Yes, long time ago. I have seen this movie before. Many times. Many times. I think now, as an adult, I do prefer the original Gremlins. Yeah. I think as a child, though, I did prefer Gremlins 2. But if you have no concept of story... I think Gremlins, meaning a child who has no yeah. concept of story, there's bits that you collect in your brain as a Gremlins child. 2 is a much better um, punchline, quotable punchline film. There's so many little moments that you can latch on to in mm-hmm. Gremlins 2. Mm-hmm. Gremlins 1 has a few, but not nearly as many. I remember quoting this movie out the ass when I was a kid. How... What did you quote? Just like making all of like all those images of the gremlins and just like singing New York, New York and, mm. you know, doing the kooky laughs and ah, the you know, echolalia all... of it all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It lived in your memory. Yeah. I was able to just like I, it was like those like my friends and I would be able to recall like little snippets all the time and. Laugh about them and so enjoy I think them. That the memory of this movie is better than the movie. Oh yeah, hundred uh, percent. Because I think your brain fills in the gaps, not unlike the DNA in Jurassic Park. You fill it in with your own code. Well, you don't when you, in, in your memory you don't realize all of the like problematic isn't the right word because of its recontextualization, but like the issues of the film Mm -hmm. like the fact that spike exists stripe exists in two places at once for most of the movie okay and in this movie his name is mohawk Mohawk. so i need you to be my apologies mohawk lives exists in multiple places at once throughout most of this movie um the fact that gizmo spends the first five minutes of the movie in broad daylight yeah you know, there it's there there's just so many like 
uh, technical issues with the film that when you give it a modicum of thought, like pitch meetings would have a field day. As a matter of fact, Ryan George, if you're listening, please do a Gremlins 2 pitch meeting. Do, yeah. do Gremlins and then Gremlins 2. No, just do Gremlins 2. Please. Nobody needs to know what happened before because apparently it doesn't matter. Well, um, yeah, because I mean, there are people in Gremlins 2 that died in the first movie they died they absolutely you watched them die and they are in a new batch somehow but there's here's the thing though it's almost like an experiment of okay so this movie is black mirror plus like just let's fuck with um the understanding of a multiversal theory whether it's string theory or not because it's a movie within a movie that the movie from the first movie exists in this movie, but the characters also exist and reference the events of the first movie as events in their lives. So it's almost like the original Gremlins was a documentary shot like a movie. But nobody knows what Gremlins are. But nobody knows what Nobody Grim- in New York City knows what Gremlins are. Yeah. If you can remember, dear listener, from our Gremlins episode, I told you about how this came out at the same time as Ghostbusters. And everywhere in the country, people preferred Ghostbusters, except for New York City. So they decided to set Gremlins 2 in New York City. But now in New York City, no one knows about Gremlins. Nobody knows about Gremlins. Even though the Gremlins movie exists in Gremlins, a new batch. Like the movie does. Yes. There's a reviewer in a new batch Who? holding up a copy of the Gremlins VHS and railing it so here's the thing about that reviewer that is his review of gremlins that that's that's his review that's the the reviewer joe dante brought in the reviewer that reviewed that review and and killed him with gremlins that's awesome he also gave this movie a much higher rating And that's true. There's a lot of jokes that I think if you are younger um, are going to go right over your head. And they absolutely did for me. Like, so at one point, like Phoebe Cates monologue. Great. Yes. We'll talk about. So basic premise. If you haven't seen Gremlins 2, surprise, Gizmo's in New York. Uh, uh, his his owner, Mr. Wing, dies. And Donald Trump. Sorry. Daniel Clamp. Um <laughs> I contribute this movie to the election of Donald Trump as president. But yeah, 100%. Because he was originally, Daniel Clamp was the villain of this movie, but they decided that was too mean and decided to change him to a good guy. Wow. Because um, money. Because money. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Clamp is... Of Clamp Enterprises. Of Clamp Enterprises, who wrote a book called How I Took Manhattan that looks like The Art of the Deal. Exactly. Yeah, the, um, the cover art is like the font, everything about it. And before I get too far, the I don't The clamp forget, tower looks like the Trump tower. Except it's gray and not gold. And I want to mention, because I didn't put this together until today, that there's a woman who is Billy from the original movies, boss, Marla. Marla, Marla Grave. Bloodstone. Bloodstone. Marla Bloodstone, who I didn't put it together at the end. Daniel's like, you work for me? And she's like, I do. So hard. So hard. She does say that. And I work so hard for you. I work so hard for you. And then 
I was like, wait, 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 wait. Donald Trump got divorced in 1990 or 1989. His divorce was final in 1990 because he had an affair with a woman named Marla Maples. Marla Maples, Marla Marla Bloodstone, Bloodstone, Daniel Clamp, Donald Donald Trump. Trump. It's rebunculous, but... The parallels are endless. So, anyway, Gizmo, his owner from the the, uh, Chinatown store, dies. And Daniel Clamp goes to demolish it because he wants to build a new Chinatown. Um, Gizmo escapes and survives, but then gets collected by... Either Martin or Lewis. That's the name. I know. Cloning geneticians... Geneticists. Geneticists. Geneticists that uh, are clones. One of this is a clone of the other, and they're geneticists, and they come across Gizmo, and they are geneticists that work in Clamp Tower, Tower, for lack of a better term for the building that they work in at Clamp Enterprises. Mm -hmm. Um, So they take Gizmo to the lab in Clamp Tower, which is also where Billy and... Don't remember her what name. is Phoebe Cates' character's name? I don't remember name. her name. They don't ever say it. They do. Kate. It might be Kate. Uh, <laughs> Billy and Phoebe Cates. Uh, <laughs> no, it can't be Kate. It's Phoebe Cates. Should we Google it? Should we Google it? Uh, Billy and and his lady, fiance, sort of. Maybe. Kind of weird thing going. On. Also, we'll we'll get to Billy being a dick. In a little red bit. Flag <laughs> red flag Billy. Red flag Billy. Flag on they, the play. They both work at Clamp Tower for Clamp Enterprises. Billy is a graphic artist who is working on mock-ups for architecture designs. Like Maybe. the visuals of it, not the blueprints. But nobody seems to know what he's doing. So. No. And uh, Kate. Oh, I was right. You were right. Kate Berenger. Um, Billy Peltzer. Um, Kate is a tour guide. Yeah. In Clamp Enterprises. So, also, pause. Um, this is why I say it's like a Black Mirror episode in that it is a technological hellscape. The the futuristic, like, it's, it's like Billy's, someone had Billy's dad's mind, but... Daniel Clamp's money. money. Yeah. And so it's all this shit that doesn't work, but they built it anyway, anyway and they mass produced it. And it's elevated. Yeah. And there's just like, it's everywhere. There's like, they have video calling. Yeah. They're, they're, ro- they're rotating doors, which uh, I'm not ashamed to admit, I'm a little afraid of. <laughs> but like, that's the thing though. The rotating doors are always broken. Either they spin way too fast or they don't spin at all. The video chat thing is always fuzzy and breaking. They have to wear these barcode badges. They wear these barcode badges that you can scan with a wand. That a, the, the wand is hooked up to a briefcase that mm-hmm. tells you who the employee is that you're talking to. They track your keystrokes on your computer. Yep. They, you're not allowed to have houseplants at your desk. You're not allowed to have your own artwork at your desk. Um. Yeah, but he's an artist. But he's an artist. So his art that he draws for the company is fine. It's fine, but he can't have he his. Can't decorate with he it can't though. decorate with his art because they paid 
for professional artists to put up their artwork yeah for decoration yeah um so clamp tower clamp tower and then tuco salamanca uh oh my god dude <laughs> i cannot believe that he's in this <laughs> as a delivery guy as a delivery guy gizmo That one. Here's Gizmo do that and decides that's uh, a catchy tune. It's yeah, a banger. It's a banger. It's so a he just fire. is like walking around doing his deliveries, whistling this tune. And Billy hears him and goes, yo, where did you hear that? And he says. "Uh, He says, oh, God. who was it? Oh, I don't remember. Damn it. It's on the tip of Lionel my tongue. Richie? Lionel Richie. Yeah. And he's like, no, it wasn't Lionel Richie. Where'd you hear it? And he's like, oh, yeah. Someone in the lab up on 51 was whistling it. And uh, so Billy sneaks up onto the 51st floor and is like, your copier's broken. I'm here to fix it. And uh, Julia Sne- Sweeney from SNL is just, all she does in this movie is sneeze. Yep. Um, and Christopher Lee is in this playing yes. the the evil geneticist. Dr. Catheter. Do- <laughs> That one went over my head when we were watching it. Yeah. Dr. Catheter. Dr. Catheter. All right. He's collecting um, diseases for some reason. Yeah. And uh, he sneaks Gizmo out mm-hmm. and hides him in his desk And then drawer. immediately forgets everything that went, ha- like, scarred him for life. Leaves Gizmo in the desk drawer to go on a date with, date with his boss when he was supposed to be going on a date with Kate. And then he calls Kate awesome. and was like, Kate gizmo's in my desk drawer go get him yeah and she's like that fucking thing absolutely not but then she does and after seeing that he bailed on dinner with her to go to dinner with his boss who is all handsy with him walking out the door Mm -hmm. billy red flag billy um yeah then a janitor comes through and is counting trying to fix a a water water fountain. fountain And ends up spraying Gizmo, mm-hmm. and Gizmo spawns a bunch of gremlins, evil Mogwai, whose names are George, Lenny, and Daffy, and 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 Mohawk, and Mohawk, but the first two are named from of mice and men. It's a pair that we always see together. Wow, that's sad, isn't it? Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> that's kind of mean. Because they're dumb. Look at the rabbits. Look at the rabbits. Um, Look at the flowers, Lizzie. And then, of course, so they all, all those gremlins escape into the building, except Mm -hmm. for, I'm guessing, George is the... (laughs) No, that's Daffy. Oh, it's Daffy. Okay. Teeth is is Lenny. Oh, Grumpy looking, cracking one. Thick lips. The one one that looks like... From Clash of the Titans, the Kraken. Yeah. Uh, That's uh, George. Harryhausen. Roy Harryhausen. So Daffy stays in the office area where Billy works while the rest of them go explore Trump Tower. Clamp Tower. And We're um, not getting sued today. <laughs> and He's in jail. And so Kate, thinking she's collecting Gizmo, collects Daffy. Gizmo gets locked in the air vents like John McClane. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then they all end up eating after midnight, and then they get sprayed with the sprinklers after 
messing up a food show, food network show. They were already gremlins when they were messing up the food show. Yeah, but they they got sprayed with water after they messed up. Oh, the food then show. we see them that here's the thing that we didn't have in the first movie is that I think we didn't have it. In the no, first we movie. never saw. We never saw what happened when gremlins, gremlins spawned more gremlins, which they just turn automatically into gremlins. Gremlins yeah. automatically spawn into other gremlins. Yeah, they don't spawn more Mogwai. They spawn more gremlins. But like, so with the with when Gizmo does it, it's under his fur. So you just see this like shuffling around under his fur, and then little fur balls pop out and mm-hmm. then turn into gremlins. When gremlins get hit with water, hate it. It turn these boils show up on their back <clears throat> that look like, and then you see little embryos <clears throat> of tiny gremlins grow <clears throat> inside them that <clears throat> then pop out and are gremlins. They're nasty. It was unnecessary. Yeah, it's, uncalled it's for. Graphic. I hated it. And there's all these gremlins. They use the same gremlin puppet for a lot of things. Yeah, there's like four. I think they built four. Yeah. Or they no, they built eight because the ones where they do those. Remember, we were watching it, and I, I looked at Scott, and I was like. When the gremlins hold Gizmo, they They're look huge. huge. They did build all of those for scenes with Gizmo double the size. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then they end up breaking into the lab and getting all genetically altered, and you end up with a... Science does a, not matter. You end Science up with a is made up. bat gremlin. You end up with a spider gremlin. A vegetable you, gremlin. A ve- veggie gremlin and a smart, smart gremlin. gremlin who drank brain hormones yeah, like as you as you do and then dr catheter attempted to get him to let them go like his negotiating tactic was i have diseases do you want diseases i have so many diseases and i was, I was like uh, why, why would that work man yeah um, what does that guy want yeah, and it's and then gremlin shenanigans. Yeah, it's just lots and lots and lots and lots of gremlin shenanigans. It's like the first movie times a cracked thousand. out. So okay, things here's things things. So um, the janitor that breaks the water fountain that sprays Gizmo and causes the initial spawning. Yes, Ooh. spawning. You uh, was played by John Aston, who famously played. Gomez Adams in the Adams family from 1964. Um, that's a guess. <laughs> <laughs> when Gizmo first sees him, he says, Gomez. Um, I didn't catch that. That's awesome. Yeah. And that is really fun. Um, because I think what the year before, or two years before, Sean Aston had been in Goonies. Oh, wow. So, um, there's that. Then there's Grandpa Fred, who hosts the the midnight horror show that they moved to 3 a.m. Yep. Um, which is funny because the guy who played Grandpa Munster on the Munsters, who the whole look is based off yeah. of, hosted a show on Saturdays called Super Scary Saturday, where he showed, showed old horror movies hey shout out spooky saturday super spooky saturday <laughs> the original the og og um also like what else there's so many things like there's the there's <laughs> <laughs> there's the call out with the reviewer yeah and then there's this scene right in the middle where the film burns up oh my god 
and the gremlins do shadow puppets. And then they're in a theater where this mother and daughter walk out and they're like, this is inappropriate. And then there's porn playing on the movie there's, screen. Yeah. Sun worshippers, blah, blah, blah. Like, like na- naked, nothing's showing, but it's definitely like naked women smiling at the camera and stuff. Right. And then the theater manager goes to Hulk Hogan, who at the time they filmed it was the rating WWE or F, sorry, champion. But by the time the movie came out, he had lost the championship. So, uh, who goes and yells at the gremlins to put the movie back on. You wanted me to come up into that booth. In the home release of Gremlins 2, the new batch, a new batch, the new batch, doesn't matter. Uh, That part is replaced with John Wayne as dubbed by some voice actor. No shit. Yeah. So... um, That's crazy. And the mother and daughter bit is something that actually happened to Joe Dante um, at a screening for the first Gremlins after the kitchen scene uh-huh. where Billy's mom goes fucking Ham. Terminator. Yeah, she Sarah Connor Ripley. Uh, Ripley on the she This mom walked out uh, and found Joe Dante and was like, this is inappropriate. My child can't see this. And that child ran away from her mom, hid in the theater, and finished the movie. Fuck yes. Um, so I love it. Joe Dante decided to put that, that. in the movie. Nice. Um, and then they get back to the movie. And then they get... Uh, After Hulk Hogan threatens the gremlins, they're like, oh shit, we're going to put gremlins back on. The Warner Brothers was initially like, you can't include that. People are going to really think the movie stopped. Yeah. And he was like, no they won't or fine it's 20 seconds relax yeah it's fine it's it's that it's a full-on andy kaufman do you remember that Mm -hmm. so in i only know it because i saw a man in the moon um but andy kaufman made the the tv glitch out Mm -hmm. and he was like and it'll be so funny because everyone's gonna get up and start banging their tv and it won't work And negotiates with his producers yeah. for how long he can keep the the broken TV bit going for. Because he wants to keep it going for like a minute. Right. minute and a half. Right. And they're like, no. Three seconds. And he's like, 30 seconds. <laughs> I think they ended up negotiating on like eight. Right. And people did. They got up and banged their TVs. Yeah. Like you would. I mean, I had a moment when we were watching it going, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Like, I knew it was the TV wasn't broken, but I was like... What's happening right now? And I'm like, yeah, I know. This is the part of the movie where the film burns up. Amazing. Yeah. is It's just what happens in a Gremlins movie. Yep. Um, and the the moment before, like, bef- that Scott started to reference earlier, where Phoebe Cates starts giving another dramatic monologue about something horrible that happened to her on a holiday. With Abe Lincoln. With uh, Abe Lincoln's birthday. Yeah. And it gets all serious, just like the, my father died on Christmas. I yeah. hate Christmas. Um, and Billy's like, we, we don't really have time, don't have for, time this. for this. So let's, <laughs> you know what? Now that we're 27 minutes in, let's talk about Billy. Red flag Billy. Red flag Billy. Total, flag on the play. Total dick. To, to, Phoebe to, Cates to needs to leave Billy. Yeah. He's, he's the worst. He's so awful in this movie. Yeah. Now, he wasn't great. In the first movie. No. But you could forgive him because he was 20 years old and trying to support his family. Yeah, he was struggling. And, like, 
His mom couldn't get a job. His dad was not bringing in any fucking money. So no. he was responsible for taking care of his whole family. Yeah. And he's 20. Yeah. So he's a little bit of an idiot. Yeah. So all of the thing, And he's got a child best friend. He's not the most emotionally mature man. Fine. Yeah. Like, fine. Fine. Who is? Who is at 20? People with trauma. He hadn't had it yet. The gremlins weren't there yet. But <laughs> Phoebe Cates' dad died at eight. So she's, uh, she's you know, set. mentally 45. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she had like <laughs> 10 jobs. Uh, <laughs> she did. She did. Um, so all of that is forgivable once. One movie. Yeah. But then you see that that man. Hasn't grown up. Hasn't grown up. And. And they're complaining. They, they're walking to work in New York. And he's complaining about how he's been working the same job for like six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, if I had worked at this other place, I would have got been promoted twice already. But here, no one notices me. And he has a good job. Like, for all intents, like, yeah, it's really shitty once you find out that, like, they regulate the aesthetics of your desk mm-hmm. area. But, like, he has a well-paying job. He gets paid to illustrate, which is not working at a bank. Right. And it's not just like draw squares and no, lines. he's like really going out, doing creative shit, drawing these architectural landscapes. Yeah. And, but he's complaining about the fact that he's not getting noticed and not getting promoted and no one care, like no one knows who he is. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Kate is a fucking tour guide. Has to wear the most ridiculous hat. Wearing a ridiculous hat at Clamp Tower. Like, she's not even the tour guide of the city. She's a tour guide of a building. Yeah. And not a cool building. She gives guided tours for a mall. gray, brutalistic architecture mall. Mm-hmm. That's her job. And she is not complaining about her job. No. She is not complaining about the fact that she's not getting noticed or promoted. Meanwhile, Billy's sitting in his cushy desk getting to draw whatever things that he likes doing, Mm -hmm. what he's passionate about, Mm -hmm. and he's unhappy. And he's claiming that they don't make enough money for them to get married. But they live in New York City. You can just go to the courthouse. They, They live comfortably. In New York they have City. a huge apartment. Yeah. They like to pretend like it's small because they had a lofted bed. But the kitchen is in another room. Yeah. So I'm like, no, no, no. It can't be that it's fucking small. It's not a small. studio. It can't be. You Sorry. You showed me the wrong set. It's not a studio. You got more than one room. You got more than one room. That's like saying, oh, the apartments and friends are small. Oh, uh, what? Yeah. No. There's two bedrooms. This That's Fuck the size off. of my apartment. <laughs> and like, what? Yeah. And they could, yeah. So they 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 could easily be married. They just aren't, aren't. because Billy doesn't want to. Yeah, because Billy's a, a, a and an idiot. He's an idiot. Yeah. Let's just say he's an idiot. His boss Marla invites him to a business dinner, and it, she's very much making it clear she wants to fuck him. Yeah, she Jessica rabbits all over him. Yeah, and he's like, okay, I'll go dinner. Yeah, and then she straight up shoves her foot into his crotch halfway through the meal and he does get up and leave at that point yeah so there's that but also like doesn't like he he doesn't tell kate what he's doing he doesn't tell kate what happened he's like yeah i had a good meeting it was nice and boy coming home with like lipstick on his face not like on his mouth not on the side of his cheek it's like 
mouth and then like mouth adjacent mouth adjacent like where you'd get mustard if you were eating a burger really sloppily full-on lip kiss lipstick stain yeah just and she and phoebe's just like okay yeah well and phoebe is just cool like phoebe is apologizing to him for getting the wrong mogwai like what like she's like i'm so sorry i didn't get i didn't i didn't get gizmo and it's like you have done nothing wrong. How the fuck were you supposed to do? You know? angel. You yeah. sweet baby angel. Yeah. Be released from this white man and his <laughs> bullshittery. Yes. I can't with I can't with Billy Peltzer. I was so in love with him in the first movie, but this I'm just like, ew, pass. It's fine. I'm still in love with Phoebe Cates. That's fine. Me too. Yeah. I would marry her in a heartbeat. <laughs> in a New York minute. Uh, yeah, you would. I would. You would. I would. That spider terrified me when I was a kid. The spider gremlin. Yeah, the spider gremlin. It got me. That's fair. The monster from It. Yes. The, the final form of It. it yeah. Chapter, not chapter one, the miniseries. Part it, it, two. It made its reappearance again in the Kitwaku. Yeah. It's now shown up three times, four times. All the times. Every movie is really just about Pennywise. It's Pennywise in different, different disguises. Yeah. Tim Curry almost did the voice for the smart gremlin. Did you know that? That makes so much sense. Wouldn't that have been great? The smart gremlin has a nebulous accent. And I don't know if that's on purpose. It, it like weaves between southern gentlemen, like Georgian southern drawl. Andy Bernard's southern accent from yeah. the murder mystery episode. Yeah, Australian and British. And not like in certain scenes it's one and certain scenes it's the other it's like this like weird shifting melding each word will have a different lilt to it Mm -hmm. as he talks it's if i tried to imitate it right now i would fail miserably well if i wish i could remember anything he fucking says his first his opening monologue would be a great thing to memorize just like phonically yeah like I think it would just be wonderful. Like, uh, if you could just memorize, like, the, the full, clean, down to the accent, just be so good. It would it be is, so good. It is fantastic because it almost sounds kind of like that tour moment in Jurassic Park mm-hmm. where he's explaining the DNA yes. of it all. Hello, John. Yeah, that. Yeah. Hello, John. Hello, John. Yeah. Hello, John. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds a lot like that. Yeah. Um, Why isn't there a T-Rex in the Kitwaku? But then he also is just like not... I don't know why there's not a T-Rex in the Kitwaku. Sorry, I derailed myself. It's okay. Bring me back on the train. I don't know why he's not... like He's 200 IQ smart Yeah. when he first drinks the brain hormone juice. But then he sings New York, New York. He tries to explain to... Grandpa Fred, that although he is intelligent, that gremlins are of a completely different nature than humans. It's that they are more prone towards aggression and acts of violence, which would lead me to think if I'm putting science into this horribly scientifically inaccurate movie, yeah, <clears throat> that his intelligence would appear different than say ours right more akin to another warner brothers property batman villains okay so 
specifically, so, okay, what? Batman came out in 1989, the year before this. Yes. So the the access they had to filmed Batman villains are the Adam West show. Yes. And Jack Nicholson's Joker. Okay. So if all you know is that, I think the smart gremlins actions are completely in line with those actions. Yeah, that's fair. So the way that they end up trying to kill the gremlins, it's kind of (laughs) hilarious. It is definitely a Looney Tunes trick. Yeah. So the gremlins all want to go outside. Yeah. But they have to wait till nighttime because sunlight. Yeah. Sunlight will kill gremlins. Mm -hmm. So they anticipate that if they move all of the clocks forward and shutter all the windows so that the gremlins can't see outside they hang a backdrop yeah that's right they hang a backdrop to make it look like it's nighttime outside yeah that the gremlins will gather in the lobby because there's only one way let me say this again there's only one way out of this skyscraper yeah there is one exit from the atrium lobby triangle shirtwaist factory fire yes one way in one way out except for Donald Daniel, Trump, Daniel, Daniel Clamp's, Clamp's secret, secret exit. exit, where he comes up from the street uh, uh, underneath a potted plant like a Harry Potter telephone booth. Yes. But setting that aside, all of the, all, and, and, and they're right, all of the gremlins gather in the lobby and sing New York, New York, and do a whole bunch of different musical number references and do a whole bunch of gremlin shenanigans. But then clouds roll in and they had set the clocks ahead three hours. So it was still daylight outside, but the gremlins didn't know that, but it gets cloudy. So there's no bright light to kill the gremlins. Oh no. Let it be said. First of all, the gremlins can die in other ways. Oh yeah. By being completely and physically destroyed. Yeah. You can just kill them like you would kill any other creature. They yeah. They're not strong. No. They're just relentless. Yeah. And and chaotic. And 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 multiply so quickly. Crazily. Um Would blood make a gremlin multiply? So I was thinking about that. This the the, the gremlin thing the the gremlin rules get bent a lot in this movie. Oh, and they also make fun of that. Because the <laughs> a gremlin pops out of a pot of soup. Mm-hmm. Because it's not water, it's wet. Yeah, you can't get them wet. So, yes, blood would make a gremlin multiply. Liquid, if it gets them wet, Mm -hmm. makes them multiply. So the gremlin in the pot of soup should have been a bunch of gremlins. And anytime they scratch someone and it sprays blood all over him, it should make more gremlins. But here's the other thing. Anytime a gremlin multiplies, it basically disables them. They flop around on the ground in what seems to be horrific pain. Yes. Until the spawning spawning is ejected from their back. Oh. And then they're cool. Oh um, my god. So but who who gives a fuck, honestly? So I gives a fuck. I mean me too. I'll but let it the, go. But, but they but... clearly don't in this movie. No. So the way that we end up killing them is Billy tells the man 
who died in the previous movie that miraculously came back for this and snuck back into the building using Donald Trump, Daniel Clamp's secret exit. Plant. Plant, Harry Potter. Batman tunnel. Batman tunnel to get into the building. He's like, take the water hose, the fire, like the emergency fire hose mm-hmm. thing, because he has access to that. Sure. And point it at this lobby full of gremlins mm-hmm. and spray them all. Yeah. And then we forgot. There's a very key piece of information we have neglected to mention. One of the other things that the geneticists were working on was making rats, New York City rats, electronic. Not electronic as in robots, <laughs> but electronic as in... Uh, they, they admit and they are Pikachus. Yes, they, they turn them into Pikachus. So you could... <laughs> Theoretically, like they, they, they give a rat some of this liquid Pikachu stuff. And they, Pikachu. they put a light bulb on it, and it can generate electricity and light up the light bulb. So they were hoping that, you know, people wouldn't see New York rats as such a pest if they generated electricity. Um, and one of the gremlins drank all of the Pikachu juice. <laughs> And just turned into pure electricity. He became would, electro. And would bounce around the room. And it came out of the outlet when Billy was in Daniel Clamp's office. And Daniel Clamp and Billy saw it coming. So he picks up the phone and holds it up. And the gremlin gets sucked into the phone. And then he puts it on hold. And so he's stuck. So he's stuck he's in the phone on hold. on hold. That doesn't make any sense doesn't make but any sure sense. but he then in the lobby picks up the phone and tells kate to take the phone off hold and she does and it releases the gremlin into the lobby where the water has been sprayed all over these gremlins and electro gremlin kills the entire lobby of gremlins by electrocuting them all to death and passing electric currents through all of them. To me, the most horrifying shots of the movie are the gremlins melting, for sure. Yeah, and they all melt in very similar to the ending of the first movie with Spike. Yeah. Or Stripe, or whatever his name is in the first movie. Um, It's a very graphic, you know, full cycle decomposition shot of all of them. Oh, and we also forgot to mention the... I was going to bring up our, our our lady gremlin. Our lady gremlin. So here's my issue. Just the one. Just the one. Um, for the most part, gremlins are non-binary. They dress up as whatever. Mm-hmm. We saw it in the first movie as well. They they they're not human. No. So they they're not adhered to our societal norms and manners of dress. They don't care how they present their gremlins. Yeah. But there is trans juice, which it has both it has both binary symbols for for sex. It's like an hermaphroditic symbol. Yeah, it it and and so it makes a a lady grim a Miss Piggy drag queen gremlin. Yes, who is horny as hell? Just I was like, I'm a little mad. I'm a little mad that if we're saying. All gremlins are male, which they're not, because they have no gender. They reproduce with spores, like mushrooms, um, and budding. 
like plants. Yep. But if we're saying that all gremlins by default are male, and this is the only one female, she's not. She's not violent. She's just well. She is sexually violent. She uh, lustful. Lustful of one man. Yeah, she's just super into this one dude. And by the and end of the survives. movie, she survives. She survives. She lives. <laughs> and he's into it by the end. He fucked that gremlin. He did. He was the Christopher Columbus fucking New World animals. Yeah. He had sex with the gremlin. Christopher Columbus fucked manatees and llamas. I hate everything about. Not what you're the writer. Me. The the colonizer piece of shit. Yeah. I hate what you're saying. That's why we have syphilis. Um, I hate it. I know. Um, but the, the, but the, the villain that they passed off all of Donald, Daniel Clamp's uh, bad attributes onto. <laughs> was the security guard. Head what, of security. He, I guess. Is that his job? It seems to be. So, yes. Okay. So, head of security fucks this gremlin for like a long time. And then marries her where yep. there's nobody there to preside over the wedding but she got she somehow got a wedding dress work bitch she sewed that she like went somewhere yeah she sewed it she was like i'm gonna get my man yeah and, and that's how did. the movie ends that's the last thing you see and there's a cutscene at the end of daffy duck trying to steal the ending from porky pig, porky pig. um yeah, it's a whole bottle of nonsense. It's a new batch. It's a new batch. It's a new batch of nonsense. Um, yeah, I... <laughs> I will say, one of my favorite things is that the gremlins are... Oh, so there's two things I want to talk about. The gremlins are totally cool with Grandpa Fred. Oh, yeah, they love Grandpa Fred. They're like, Fred. this guy fucks this guy is our shit grandpa fred and the cameraman totally cool by gremlin standards the cameraman is what i want to talk about because while steven spielberg is being lauded for his treatment of kihui kwan uh short round indiana jones and goonies and now everything everywhere all at once yeah joe dante and chris columbus film writer are horrible to Asian people. Oh. The characterization of Chinatown and yeah. uh, the Asian mystique of the late 80s, early 90s, John Hughes bullshit. John Hughes couldn't write this movie. He was working on Home Alone. But and Christopher Columbus was working on Home Alone. But regardless, not important. Um so Getty Watanabe is the guy who plays the cameraman uh-huh. who was famously the <sighs> character of Long Duck Dong in 16 Candles who wow. um, was a horrible stereotype. Yeah. And this movie has two lines. Yep. Um, of no I puns. am the camera. I am the camera and I don't remember the other one. Doesn't matter. But for all the bullshit that we sit through of other people, this this movie has a huge cast. Yeah. You couldn't let that man talk a little bit more. Yeah. Like, he's a big part of this movie. And they just did the stereotypical, let me take a million pictures of the same thing, Asian, Asian tourist, tourist thing. Yeah. I can't. Yeah. And the first movie. Yeah. 
with the shop in the Chinatown. I was like, you didn't make it any better. No. In fact, worse. Yeah. And I feel really bad for Getty Watanabe because, like, this is this is it. It's sixteen candles and and this and this. I'm sure he did other things, but like, yeah, I can't. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I d- I can't let it go. That's fair. Like I like this movie, but like a lot of movies from the mid to late '80s and the early '90s, you have to go. Some not that. Up. Don't yep. like that. Yep. Yep. Mm. Yep. I will say, not to veer off of this too quickly, but the other thing is, is the Gremlins looked great. Yes. The Mogwais looked terrible. The Mogwais did look terrible. The Mogwai puppets were bad. The Gizmo puppet was bad. It looked cheap. It looked just poorly done and poorly rendered. Mm -hmm. But the Gremlins looked amazing. This movie is rated PG-13. Which, as we said in our original Gremlins episode, Gremlins is the reason we have a PG-13 rating. Yep. So, there was... But I'd say this movie is fucking... PG as shit. Oh, and yeah. nothing that fucking happens. No. There's a little bit of blood here and there, but like... One little bit. And all the other yeah. blood is like green. Yeah. There are times when people definitely should have been bleeding. Oh, yeah. Like, there were, there were, like if they had done this movie real, people would have gotten their like throats ripped out, mm-hmm. hands bitten off, lost there digits. is a rumor. Now, Disney did just come out. I think it was Disney. Or maybe it was Warner Brothers. The Secrets of the Mogwai just came out. But there is a rumor that there's a Gremlins 3 coming out in December of this year. Huh. And I'm hoping... That it's rated R. That it's rated R. That would be so dope. Wouldn't that be... Okay. Especially if... if, Fuck Billy. But if... He's still alive. If Phoebe Cates came back, but not Billy. 10 out of 10. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. That has nothing to do with anything that we just said. So, in... Daniel Clamp, it's so hard for me not yeah, to know. say Donald Trump. I know. Daniel Clamp's office. He is watching It's a Wonderful Life on a Loop. Yes. And then at the end of the movie, he sees the sketch that Billy made of his hometown. And he says he's going to build it. And he says he's going to build it. And he calls it Clamp, Clamp Corner. Corner. Clamp's Corner. Which I don't remember what the banker who owned the town in Wonderful Life it's a Wonderful Life, called their town. I don't remember either. Um, Should we look it up? No, nah, it doesn't matter. Okay. It's a Wonderful Life. Um, but it that when he said that at the end of that, like, this whole, like, I'm going to make a new town. And, like, at the end of It's a Wonderful Life, they decided to name it after George Bailey's. Oh, and you're totally right. It is that whole, like, I'm in love with the ideal of a small town. Mm-hmm. But even the way that he talks about it, he's like, it's going to be the biggest, most sensational, quiet little town. Yeah. Really good town. (laughs) Best quiet little town. Um, uh, Yeah, it's gross. Um, But it's one of the where I was like, I know you don't want to make Donald Trump the villain, but you've already written it. So there's some things that you can't. Take out. Take out. Yeah. That just seemed very ham-fisted. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But yeah. 
A new batch. A new batch. Fresh and hot out the oven. Grimmins. 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 So, with every episode... Of the Kitwaku. Of the Kibiki. The Kibiki. The Kibiki. Uh, we do a questionnaire. <laughs> and we I do. need to find it. Questionnaire so, is going to be super interesting this time around. My God. Um, <sighs> There's no, like... It, it there's no rubric it's not rated wait we, we don't we're not we don't, competing we're not tracking this there, there's no contest it's no. just uh for fun at the end of the episode just for just because just because uh our own little metric yeah so scott keel mm-hmm. what would you give the story of gremlins 2 a new batch one out of ten <laughs> don't <laughs> don't I, I give it like a two because it's why because it's not a good story. Mm. It it doesn't make sense. It is kind of like a kitchen sink movie. They've yeah. thrown everything into it. And 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 it's all based like the entire movie is based on coincidence after coincidence after coincidence. But it is a very tongue in cheek movie. I don't know if it's done well. I guess that's but not, like even if it was done well, it's still not a good story. Right. That's I'm not arguing with okay. you. I'm just saying that like even being what it is. Yeah. Like just the story, not great. Trying to recontextualize it as like a fourth wall Deadpool kind Irony. of situation. Yeah. It's still not still not great. Like, yeah, it's not Ryan Reynolds stuff. Like, I hate to keep bringing it up, but I do feel like Ryan Reynolds retconning all of the Deadpools at the end of Deadpool 2. One of the best things ever. One of the best things ever. It's one of the best things ever. Um, And will lead to another one. So yeah. we'll see. So, story two. What do you give the cinematography one out of ten? Cinematography? Mm-hmm. I got, uh, oh, I got three? It's weird. It's kind of like um, treats from the gas station where sometimes it hit. Sometimes it was terrible and it made me sick. Yeah. They're really cool shots. Sometimes. Sometimes. They're really bad shots. Yeah. And the cool shots were just so few and far between. Yeah. And none of them, none of the cool shots were like iconic cool shots. No. No. They didn't like stand out like, oh, fuck. That was that great. That was cool. That yeah. was great. It's more just like, okay. Okay. Not terrible. Yeah. So I say it's gas station treats. Yeah. Yeah. It's only going to be so good. It's only going to be so good. You yeah. got it three in the morning on a road trip. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to be eating Slim Jims and Red Bull at three in the morning, but yeah. it hit. It got you there. So what do you give the impact? One out of ten. The impact? Yeah. I don't know. Like a... Four? A four. That's, that's pretty high for... I mean, the gremlins were impactful. What I don't know is if the first movie was what the impact was. Mm. You know what I mean? It's hard to tell. Well, the first movie definitely had an impact. Yeah. But I feel like the second movie, like... It's a cult movie. The kids. The kids. How do I reach these kids? I don't know like, a lot of people my age that didn't see gremlins too exactly that's what i'm saying like it was it was huge 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 for the 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 
millennial generation. And after that, nothing. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Lady Gremlin is still a Halloween costume, so. Is it really? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Drag queens. Um, what would you give the editing one out of ten? Oh, like a one. Yeah, it's bad. The editing was awful. <laughs> it's a mess. Whole, like, everything about the editing was bad. Everything. Every single goddamn thing. Yeah. It's a poorly cut together movie. Yeah. Um, is this movie scary? No. Are there scary parts? No. Not anymore. If you were a child? Yes. Okay. Is this movie porn? <laughs> kind of. There's a lot of almost porn in this movie. <laughs> like a lot. Yeah. Like a lot. There's there's so many moments in this movie that like could be the cut the the the, the cold open for a porn scene. Yeah. I agree. So many moments. Yeah. Upsetting. Um is this movie iconic? Kinda. I think the gremlin singing New York, New York is a about as iconic as it gets. Yeah. 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 Some yeah, people yeah, even yeah. think that's in the first movie. Yeah. True. Like Yeah. <laughs> Cause it's just a oh gremlins. I know they sing New York, New York. And you're like, that doesn't happen until the that second movie. That doesn't happen until the second movie. That and the flying gremlin. The flying gremlin. Bat gargoyle gremlin. Yes. Pretty iconic. Would you watch this movie again? Yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why not? I will say, I mean, I know we're not keeping track of these metrics, but I'm pretty sure that this movie scored the lowest so far. No, I think I think there's the the Hills Have Eyes is not great either. That was a long time ago. That was. But I think this might have scored lower. Maybe. I think it might have. Maybe. <laughs> Go back and listen, maybe to one of our episodes, Scott, and then you'll know. Um are there any other movies that you would suggest to watch for Dismemberment Goblins? No. <laughs> the first Gremlins. The first Gremlins is more Dismemberment Goblins. Yeah. They they don't do a lot of dismembering in this movie. Yeah. Watch but first. we already watched the first movie, so we weren't going to watch the first movie again. Yeah. Um, do you have any other movies you would recommend? Yes. Ghoulies and Hobgoblins. There it is. Both treasures. There it is. They're so stupid. Yeah. They're so dumb. Yeah. Um. So Scott. Yeah. Final quest. Young. Um. <laughs> are you? Would you? Would you possibly? Maybe be worried if this was your chosen scenario for Kevin in the Woods. I don't know. There's a lot of chaotic variables mm -hmm. with gremlins. Yeah, talk me through it. Like, is it raining outside? I don't. It's a cabin in the woods. Because then I might be worried. Let's say it's the cabin in the woods scenario, and we're we're working on the fact that in the cabin in the woods scenario, there is an institute engineering us to die. Right. So at some point, it they would get fed. And they would get rained on. Yeah. Or wet. There would be a lot of gremlins. It doesn't have to be a lot. It doesn't have to be a new batch where there's too many gremlins. Steven Spielberg said there was too many gremlins. Just say standard first part of the first gremlins movie. Like five or six. Five or six. Yeah, I'd be, we'd be fine. We'd be fine. Yeah. Hundred, dead. Yes? Yeah, maybe. We know the rules, though. Do you think he would be able to recognize a gremlin in the wild? No, but see, here's the thing. It's like we've we've talked about this. Gremlins are 
not super human in any way. Like, they are little flesh bags just like the rest of us. Toddlers. They happen to have claws and teeth. Yeah. But if you're cool beating the shit out of them. Yeah. You're going to be fine, I think. I will say, being a person who is so staunchly against animal cruelty, I even surprised myself watching this movie because Billy Peltzer picks up Daffy, one of the original spawned in this movie, as in his mogwai form. And I was like, kill it. Yeah. Immediately step on it. Yeah. Like, why are you holding it with care? Yeah. You know what that is. And you know what it will become. Yeah. What Gizmo, are you doing? Gizmo is a fucking unicorn from everything that we've seen of Mogwai. I think Gizmo is an evolutionary advantage designed to keep gremlins going. Right. He is so cute and yeah. so lovable that but, why would you ever harm him? But every grem- every Mogwai that he spawns sucks. But they, that's the gremlin way. He's predisposed to get himself into situations where he will get wet. And he, he will eat. He won't eat. He never eats. Oh, that's true. He it's, never it's fucking always eats. always his... He's going to get wet yeah. by accident. Yeah. He is the he is the source and original, and therefore, I think, the most nefarious of the gremlins. Yeah. He is, the, he is but patient those, zero. But I'm saying, like, those gremlins, if I started seeing those coming into the cabin, and mm. I had a, a fucking plank of wood, yeah. we'd be fine. I would golf those fuckers out. Like... <laughs> Without you'd be swinging uh, without any hesitation, and that's the thing is it's not like other entities where you would need some sort of crazy ass weapon. Mm-hmm. I literally could just rip a board out of the floor of the cabin or pick up a chair, yeah, and just be intelligent and economic with my swings. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not very strong. I'll say that, but I don't think you need to. Be I don't with think these. you need to be. Billy's mom wrecked them just she could have taken out every single gremlin if they had been all in the house yeah she would have taken out every single one with relative ease in with household objects yeah a microwave a blender a kitchen knife a tray a fire a fire there was swords on the wall but like she didn't use them no but billy Billy did. did and yeah but doesn't matter but i'm just saying like You've got a fire going in the fireplace. Mm-hmm. You've got a bit of wood. A bit of wood. They, they, you're good. yeah. Do you? They don't last. So you're not worried. No, and their bites and scratches don't do anything except bite and scratch. Like it's not right. you don't get infected, you don't get disease, right, or anything like that. They're just little murder rats, <laughs> and you just gotta, you gotta. Kick them outside. They break the windows, you knock them out the window. And I feel like they're not coordinated enough to come en masse. Mm -hmm. So even if you do have a whole bunch of them and they start streaming in through the windows, you just go full on like smash machine with like a a board and flatten them. Also, gremlins, you know, in this new batch... Seem more much more interested in shenanigans, yeah, and hijinks, yeah, than killing people, yeah. Like we don't see what happens to like we we don't get to see what happens 
if Marla had stayed in that web. Right. With the spider yeah. gremlin. But... We I, also learn that they're very flammable. They're super flammable. So, like, there's that. And in, you know, Evil Dead rules, all we'd have to do is make it till dawn. Mm-hmm. And turn lights on. Yeah. Like, oh, uh-oh, I guess we'll go to this room. Yeah. Which, I don't like the discrepancy between New Batch oh and... Oh, my God, bright lights. Like, the, I'm like, Gizmo couldn't even be, like, in a lamplight without freaking out. Well, that was the hilarious thing, also, is at one point, like, so, with Gremlins, like... We've seen them, like, get their picture taken with Flash, and mm-hmm. they're like, ah! And they, like, fall over, and it seems to, like, really disorient them. Yeah. And apparently sunlight can kill them. Yeah. But also Gizmo was out in bright daylight. Yeah. So, like, Walking around New York. Mm. Um, but at one point, there's a bright Flash, and a gremlin literally... Skeletonizes. Skeletonizes instantly. Yeah, just... just skeleton. Meanwhile, Gizmo is tortured by being stuck in a copy machine making he, copies of his face over and over that's again. That's what I'm saying. He's the strongest one. Yeah. He's the strongest one. Meant to survive. Meant to survive. Meant to procreate. That's hilarious. I love that. The most nefarious. So yeah, uh, would not be too overly concerned if this were our chosen scenario. I All don't right. think. Me either. I'd be fine. Yeah. I'm not one for killing things, but gremlins, if they're trying to get me. I think we might not be friends anymore because I think if I had picked the cage in the basement or something and then Gizmo had shown up, I might have just stomped on that motherfucker. And you'd be like, Devin, what the fuck? Like, gremlin, I'm sorry. That's a gremlin. I I I don't know that I would fight you on it. If we were in a cabin in the woods and in a basement of... But you didn't know that... Listen, you don't know that we're in the cabin in the woods scenario. You just think we're on a little Airbnb vacay to the woods. No. And I stomped on a, a mogwai. I think we wouldn't be friends anymore. I don't know. I don't think mogwai should exist either. I think that's, it's too dangerous. It's too much chaos. Well, we also, like, I don't want to make this episode super long, but we don't talk about the implications of one fully formed gremlin being left alive. Yeah. And she's not allowed to get wet. Bitch had sex. You tell me she didn't get wet? She, she got wet. He's a sweaty man. Oh, I would. Yep, that's what I was talking about. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> okay, let's leave that there. <laughs> let's move on. Um, New York is in shambles. It's. Uh, New York's fine. That No, they're not. Trump Tower's in shambles. Nope. No, I'm saying in the future. No, oh, they're not. Yeah, because She that... is a one-woman 9-11. She yeah. is coming. Gremlin survived. New York is in shambles. Yeah, it's about to be nighttime, too. Yep. And she's going to get out. She's going to get out. Spread. And spread. And then... It... And maybe then that's chaos. what... Maybe that's what Gremlins, Gremlins 3 is. Gremlins 3. So you left her alive, and she just exploded over New York, and it's a post-apocalyptic Gremlin hellscape. Queen. Gremlin Queen. Alien yes. 3. Yes. Um, yes. So. So. That's Gremlins 2. Okay. I think those are all my thoughts. I'm sure I have many, many more, but yeah. in the interest of brevity, and brevity is the soul of wit. Um, do you have any more thoughts on Gremlins 2 before we talk about what we're going to do next week? No, I do not. 
So next week. Do you know what's next? Do you look at our schedule? I did not. What's next week? So we're still on the whiteboard. Okay. I knew that. And the next entry on the whiteboard, do you have a guess? Dogs. You know that's not all. <laughs> what is it? You don't have a single guess other than dogs? Because you wouldn't like any of the movies I would pick if we had to watch something about dogs. No. Demons? Mm-mm. Ghouls? No. Werewolves. We already watched werewolves. <laughs> it's been so long he's forgotten where we came from. No, I don't know. The next entry on the whiteboard is the Sugar Plum Fairy, which is inspired by Guillermo del Toro. So we're going to watch either Pan's Labyrinth or Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. Oh, shit. That sounds great. I mean, I feel like we should watch Pan's Labyrinth. I also, because it is the quintessential. And it's better. Have you seen Don't Be Afraid of the Dark? Isn't Don't Be Afraid? Which, which, maybe I'm thinking of the wrong You're thing. thinking of Darkness Falls, I think. What is Don't Be Afraid of the Dark? Don't Be Afraid of the Dark has Katie Holmes and a child and her husband. They move into a house and there are tooth fairies in that house that are trying to kill a little girl. Which is why I picked it because it's a sugar plum fairy and she's a tooth fairy. But Oh, okay. Well, we can watch Pan's Labyrinth. I'll watch Pan's Labyrinth any day. Yeah, I mean, but let's watch Don't Be Afraid of the Dark then. We'll see if we can find it. Tune in next week to see which one we pick. Okay, there we go. Nice. <laughs> a mystery. A mystery. Mm. Watch both if you want to be, you know, prepared no matter what. Yeah, why not? You've got time. Um, <laughs> I think that's it. Okay. Yeah, I think that's it. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of The Kitwaku. We do so love sharing your Saturday and follow us on Instagram at Spooky Saturday. Let us know what you think. Yeah. We didn't post a couple weeks ago for Blade 2 because that audio, if you might know, is bad. So I didn't want people to be subjected to it. It still got listens. It's it y'all y'all coming through. Y'all still listen to it. I'm sorry that you had to listen to my voice so much. I think they liked it. Well, why don't you give them a little treat, Scott? <laughs> do the voice. Do the voice. Do the voice. Talk. Talk. Um, <laughs> no, no. Follow us at Spooky Saturday. Share it. Like it. Subscribe. You can't subscribe. You can follow us on Spotify. Um, please do. Please do. You get updated every time we drop an episode. Yeah. So even when Devin doesn't want to push Shut it the on fuck Instagram up. because the audio is fucked You're up, you'll fired. still know. Go away. <laughs> No. I love y'all. And I love you, Scott. I um, love you. Aww. Aww. <laughs> uh, stay safe. Stay hydrated. And as always, stay spooky, everybody. We'll see you next Saturday. Bye-bye. <laughs> Start spreading the news. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs>